Hello everyone and welcome back guys to a brand new video where today Jamie and I are back once more with the podcast that still still remains without a, without a set in stone name. I'm going to promise, ready for after the summer break, Jamie and I will have come up with a real name uh, for this series. But of course the Hungarian Grand Prix, I had originally planned actually to go out halfway through this race Jamie. And it's a good job I didn't because for the first time since what, 24? I mean, 2019, no, yeah, 2019 was an okay race, uh, but prior to that, 2014 was like the last decent Grand Prix we've had here, and I think there were a lot um, of... 15 was pretty good. 15, sorry, yeah, I got modelled up through the years <laughs> there. Um, 2014 and 15 were both pretty good, actually. Hungary's yeah. delivered over some okay races for a track that's awful at delivering Formula 1 races, hasn't it? Uh, it turns out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what, what a Grand Prix it was to finish off ready for the summer break. Let's first of all, though, Jamie, how how are you doing, buddy? I'm good. Yeah, yeah. the house no longer has rats in it, so it's all it's all good. Yeah, we we keep getting our weekly house updates with Jamie One Eight Three as well, <laughs> uh, along with the podcast. Uh, so so you well, there's there's no rats in your house anymore, but there are still snakes, are there? Yeah, there's only one. Snake, only the one so snake. Right. Fair enough. That's all right. Yeah. Um, but have you been up to anything then particular since the last time we spoke? Uh, I mean, I've been away. That was nice, and I'm going away again tomorrow. Yeah, so we really just have to super run. Super spreading. <laughs> we really have to run a very tight schedule on this because Jamie just goes gallivanting around Europe all the time, as well. It, it's lucky for some, isn't it? Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah. I mean, the Hungarian Grand Prix. I'll be honest, going into it, you are well aware I'm not a fan of this track uh, to race on or generally to watch either. There were there were more and more questions being raised, especially after like Formula Three and W Series, how there was still no action going on about whether the Hungara ring should stay on the calendar, but give it give it a little bit of sprinkle of water, and things do very, very quickly become interesting around this track. Let's dive in, though, straight away to qualifying. Not the most exciting session in the world until we get into Q3. What were your thoughts? Yeah. I was fuming. <laughs> he was fuming. I can't even lie. Like, I, I don't easily get annoyed at F1 usually especially when people are trying to annoy me I just don't let it bother me oh until, no you do until, you bite. you take until the Q3 happened and then I had I literally had to turn my phone off because I was getting too annoyed he actually did so, <laughs> yeah um, I mean driving too slow in the pit lane I'm surprised that Red Bull took it so well to be honest but it's, I guess it's just part of the game like having reflected on it it's Red Bull would do exactly the same thing if they had the chance um and it wasn't Hamilton's fault because Bottas was the one right ahead. But they knew what they were doing. It wasn't like they did a normal outlap because you could tell Hamilton was not warming his tyres up just to hold up the Red Bulls. And then it went like two and a half seconds slower on his lap because he knew he was down. And then in the last sector, slowed down to give dirty air. I don't know. It seemed very, very underhand. Especially after on Thursday they were like, oh, how dare Red Bull question our sporting integrity on Twitter. And then, like, it comes a Saturday and they basically screw the Red Bulls because they're bored and fancy doing it for a laugh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Red Bull, surprisingly, I, I'm amazed Karen Horner wasn't already straight down to Michael Massey by the time Hamilton left yeah, the pit. Yeah, I'm, su I'm surprised they took it so well. Yeah, you you say it wasn't a normal outlap for Hamilton. In fact, it was a quick outlap. It was the quickest no, outlap he did in Q3. Yes, it was. I don't believe that for a second. There's even if you data stats, on Twitter. There's data on Twitter if you want it. <laughs> oh yeah, because Twitter's opinions matter. Not loads, Twitter's opinions. So. Actual data. <laughs> <laughs> you can see. I can't remember who. I'll have to try and find it for you at some point. But no, there is actually timing on Twitter shown. Uh, that I think Hamilton's first two outlaps were like two minutes twenty, and then that final one was like a two oh eight or something. I mean, it's still slow. 
Don't get me wrong, but Mercedes mm. had clearly thought about that because all they were going to say if Hamilton got penalised was while Bottas was in front of him slowing him down. So they were quite happy just yeah. to literally push Bottas under a bus uh, for Hamilton's sake. But that's what you do when you can't score race victories and have less race wins than Sergio Perez and someone else who I'm not going to mention for the sake of spoilers. Oh, at the start who's of watching this? Are they not seen the well, race? Well, yeah, it begs on. the question. I mean, if you're, if you're using this as your one source of Formula One knowledge, if you like live in North Korea or something, then I'm very worried. <laughs> <laughs> Just check check your viewing figures for North Korea. After. I shall have a look. You're right. You 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 talk us you talk us through the start then, Jamie. Well, so I'm gonna find out how many views I've had from North Korea. Right. Well, the start was an absolute clown show from a certain two drivers. So we saw obviously in 2020 it was a wet start in Hungary. Bottas was on the front row and was sixth by turn one, but actually managed to break that time. To be fair to him, and then this time he's on the front row. He's fifth by turn one and then forgets to break and absolutely clatters into Norris, which takes out both Red Bulls happily. And uh, and Gasly was forced to go wide as well, but luckily he didn't get hit. But Norris, both Red Bulls out on the spot and Bottas as well. Uh, Verstappen wasn't out, sorry, but he pretty much was if there was no red flag. Um, and also at the same time, Ricardo's just chilling, loving life, about to be in second place. Um, probably going to win the race and then Stroll comes out of nowhere and T-bones into Leclerc and and, uh, Ricardo. so every semi-quick car um, both McLarens have damage or are out Uh, one Ferrari's out both Red Bulls are out Mercedes uh, Bottas is out so the only decent car left in the race with no damage is Lewis Hamilton because he's a really unlucky driver who nothing ever goes his way so like yeah it was a bit of a a clown show no nothing at all But yeah, the the next fastest car left in the race was probably an Alpha Tauri that we had to go to last place to avoid Bottas. So yeah, it was a bit of a, uh, a clown show. I'm very surprised at how little the penalty was, to be perfectly honest, for both of them. Because I'd have thought at least a 10-place grid penalty would have been fine for Bottas and Stroll. But they, they've gone a 5-place penalty, which is the same as changing your gearbox, um, despite they wiping out half the grid between them. So yeah. And when you look at someone like uh, 2018 Spa, uh, Hulk got a 10 replace grid penalty for that, which was pretty similar to what Bottas and Stroll did. Except for so. his was in the dry and he was last. And yeah. almost decapitated Charlotte Leclerc if it wasn't for the halo. Well, that's the point of the halo. Exactly. So it, it wasn't exactly the same, was it? No, but I think a 10 place penalty would have been fair. I think. Yeah, I I said in our chat, didn't I? I said, yeah. I was, I'd be honest, I thought Bottas was going to get a 10 place penalty. That was going to be my prediction. I think the reason it ended up being a five was the fact it was wet, to be honest. If he'd done that in the dry, I don't think they would have given yeah. him any sympathy. But we've seen, like, for example, Ricardo back at Baku 2018, when Lando cut in front of him, obviously, down towards Turn 1, which, don't get me wrong, he's completely within his right to do so. You do lose downforce. All the downforce like, goes instantly. That is still the driver behind's problem. Oh, yeah. So Bottas should have been <laughs> on the brakes then. Yeah. Right then and there. but Or at least lifted off at the very least. But he just didn't. Yeah. For whatever reason. So obviously that caused a uh, red flag. Well, a safety car at first and then a red flag by the end of that one. The, the order, I think, was Hamilton leading um, with Ocon and Vettel in second and third with Latifi up in sixth at that point. So, yeah, anyone who qualified badly just got luck on their side. And apart from Hamilton, who qualified well and got luck on his side anyway. And Giovinazzi. Um, well, Giovinazzi got out of the way. He, he pit for dries at the exactly. end of the formation lap. Exactly. Uh, when it was still far too wet. Um, and yeah, he was completely out of the way. But he was still last. So even Gasly, who massively went wide, and Verstappen, who was driving back with half a car, 
were still ahead of Giovinazzi by the end of lap one. <laughs> yeah, it was, so, it was certainly interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, a very exciting start, and obviously neutrals will love it because it's a fun start to watch. I'll tell you who else but... will love it, and that's Drive to Survive. Netflix oh, yeah, must definitely. be loving this year so far, aren't they? Yeah, there's so much to uh, dramatise. So, yeah. I'm, uh, I'll am i be amazed if Bottas is in that seat next year, um, especially when Russell's done very well this weekend, which we'll come on to. But yeah, then the red flag came out, um, gave Red Bull the chance to slightly fix Verstappen's car, although an entire barge board was still missing. So, like, the fact he was able to carry on and still drive the thing was quite impressive, to be honest. But ended up only getting 10th uh, place, which later became ninth. So, you know what? Two points could be useful. It's better than retiring the car. So, fair play to him. Yeah. Yeah, so obviously, we had the red flag straight away, rather unsurprisingly. Um, then, of course, we get to the race restart. And that's where this race kind of takes shape, isn't it, really? It goes mental. Yeah. So, for those of you that aren't aware, on an outlap like that, you cannot speak to your team. Yeah, sorry, no, your team can't speak to you. You can send them a radio message, if I'm right in thinking, Jamie. Yeah, you can yeah, tell you can. them you're going to box, but they cannot respond to you or anything. I think Carlos Sainz actually got a um, steward's inquiry, didn't he, after the Grand Prix for the team messaging yeah. back. I don't know what happened with yeah, that. Yeah, so... They're going round behind the safety car. You get to the final corner. Hamilton stays out. You think, okay. Ocon pits. Vettel pits. Everyone else pits behind me. You think, this is either going to work out brilliantly, or it's going to be a disaster. So we get the weirdest restart in F1 history. Yeah. I mean, the memes for that have already been brilliant. I got a picture of it. I'm going to try and show it on the screen. Yeah, no, I've, if you haven't seen, I've it. seen it. Everyone's seen it. Yeah, It was ridiculous. Just... Hamilton on the grid on his own. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be like it's already my probably my favorite meme for the whole season. Too. It's got to be right up there, surely. <laughs> I mean, the potential yeah. there is similar to the one of Hamilton. I think like all the memes are going to just follow the same one as Hamilton sat at that huge dinner table by himself. Yeah, like last year it's like what's it? There's going to be a new summer sprint Grand Prix with Hamilton and every driver better than him on the grid. Here's a picture of the grid for you, <laughs> and just stuff like that. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, yeah, as well, you think for content creators, the amount of clickbait you're going to be able to do with that in a few years' time, looking back at the worst Grand Prix of all time, and it won't be Indy 05 anymore, it'll just be that pick oh, yeah, the worst Hamilton by himself. <laughs> I can almost guarantee there's going to be a video on F1's channel this week of, like, top ten weirdest grids. Oh, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. It's going to be great. Um, but then, of course, yeah, so Hamilton is the only man for the restart, holds the lead into turn one, fair play to him. George Russell... <laughs> Potentially the cheekiest man in the world tried to get past everyone else in the yeah, pit Yeah, he was lane. about eighth, I think, and came out of the pits in second. Um, but obviously he had to give them back because he completely cheated. Although, look, I watched the highlights. Latifi did the exact same thing. Did Latifi do the same but got so away Latifi with it? Latifi went from... He was behind Sonoda, so he was in sixth and went up to third and no one cared. But you know, he went sixth to fourth, didn't he? Technically, because George yeah, fourth three, because yeah. Hamilton was still going. Oh, so fifth then, because George was still ahead. Or maybe of him. yeah, it was only it was only it was Sonoda. Only Sonoda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was yeah, no, so, it was ahead of us. Was he behind Sonoda before? He that? was behind Sonoda. I yeah. thought no, I thought Latifi was in front of him after lap one. No, definitely not. Are you sure? Because he was up like thirteen yeah, sure. spots, wasn't he? Yeah, he was uh, sixth, and Sonoda was Sonoda was fifth. I can't was he? Who it was fourth. And there were yeah, because there were three of them, weren't there? That made up twelve or eleven places each, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, who was... I can't remember who was in fourth now off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, so why didn't... Do we know why Latifi didn't have to let him back through then, or...? 
I guess the FIA just didn't notice or didn't care. So, Fair enough. I mean, it's quite obvious when Russell's gained six places yes, and the yeah. he's gained one. Exactly. So. I'm guessing either Sonoda didn't complain and that's how they got away with it, yeah. but or not, I'm not too sure. But yeah, I'm still trying to have a look. I'm, I'm unfortunate to announce, I don't think I've ever had a single view from North Korea. There's a video flying to North Korea to give it to myself exactly you. exactly we'll be, we'll be on that that's going to be worth it isn't it <laughs> 20,000 subscriber special I reckon but yeah I'll be, I'll be doing that behind the scenes quickly um, but of course yeah so Hamilton then pit, well we see Russell have to let everyone back through I thought that was a mechanical failure at the time uh, there was almost a TV uh, remote through the TV even I should say but obviously it was just that he had to let everyone back through which means once Hamilton's pit and comes back at him last, rather annoyingly, the race starts to take shape from there, doesn't it? Yeah. So Ocon and Vettel are leading the top two. Um, and then Latifi's in third. Uh, and everyone else is behind him. And the Ocon and Vettel are going about two and a half seconds faster a lap uh, until it leveled out about 20 seconds, roughly, uh, in like yeah. not that long. Maybe like 15, it was about 20 seconds. So... They basically won the race. If you haven't seen the race, they, yeah, Vettel and Ocon came one two in the other order that I just said. So, <laughs> that doesn't make things different no. at all. <laughs> but yeah, their pace actually wasn't very good for the rest of the race. But just Latifi did him a massive favour, and so did Alonso at the end, actually. But we'll get onto that as well. Um, but yeah, that was why this race is null and void because Latifi. All he did was drive fast and Latifi and get lucky at turn one to win the race. So. Gassi's Sometimes win is more that's relevant. all Formula 1 is about. <laughs> just being faster than Latifi. But Gazi's win is more relevant, so we move on. I don't get how you can even, like, there's 25 points for both at the end of the day, mate. <laughs> and it all, I mean, what a resurgence for the French as well. Oh, yeah. The no fact they went, like, what, 25 20 years. years? 25 years, yeah. And there's suddenly two different drivers winning, like, a year. It's mad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so obviously we see Latifi and quite a few other cars dive into the pits lane, don't we, after that? Really, Ocon, Vettel and Sainz, was it? Stayed Alonso out was a bit on a further. one-stop as well. Alonso was on a one-stop as well, yeah. So we sort of had that four at the front. Meanwhile, obviously we've then got Verstappen and Hamilton at the rear of the field trying to carve their way through. One of them was. Well, obviously Verstappen with all his damage. Couldn't really do he very did, much. He, he had an interesting battle with Schumacher. There yeah. was somehow contact, though, in that, which I was very surprised by. Well, why not? just the certain dominance on the driver who's never going to be racing you ever because he's mid <laughs> so, well, exactly <laughs> yeah I thought it was a good move like obviously he ran wide at turn one which meant he had to give it back um, which he did and then went running outside turn two anyway because he's a really good driver but it was on a Haas so does it really count exactly yeah so he was basically <laughs> doing it against a GP3 car from back in the day <laughs> um, but yeah so Schumacher then sort of just slips back towards the rear Giovinazzi as well can we he say so he slow. made pretty he made basically every wrong call and then spent the whole day nowhere. Like, yeah. it, I thought when he was the one to pit at the end of lap one, when he dived it in, I thought, that's it, Latifi's going to win this. It's going to be a miracle. <laughs> we then saw the car, and you think Latifi's got a golden opportunity here, and then does nothing for the rest you, of the you race. You need to give an absolute, not Latifi, by the way. Oh, potato, potato. Let's <laughs> be fair, they're, they're, they're both won't be able to see this year. So, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but of course, then, yeah, so we see uh, Verstappen obviously get past Schumacher. Hamilton then gets past... Oh, Gasly and Hamilton then both get past Schumacher, don't they, as well? Yeah, Hamilton then pits and undercuts, like, everyone, because everyone's getting Hamilton, held up by yeah. Latifi. Yep, I exactly. Think he was so only Hamilton then comes out ahead of Verstappen and Ricciardo, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. So he was, yeah, behind Sonoda, of Which course, after that. He overtook pretty quickly, to be fair. And I think we can both admit, after sort of that first 
what, five laps. The rest of the Grand Prix was pretty standard Hungary, wasn't it, for the most part? Mm, yeah. All we really saw was Hamilton moving forward. Oh, excuse me, Hamilton moving forwards after that, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Because all the good cars got wiped out at turn one, so he was the only one left. Um, so, yeah, it was a fairly dead race for the middle, like, 50 laps. Um, other yeah. than Vettel tried an undercut on Ocon, then Aston Martin gave him a slow stop um, by about eight tenths of a second, slower than usual. Yeah. And then he came out like right behind Ocon. So if he had a quick stop, and he would have took it the lead. And made a mistake, didn't he? Yeah. He made a mistake in turn one, yeah. So any chance was then gone. Um, and then, yeah, nothing really happened. I think science overruling Ferrari I found quite funny. So they were like, pit to undercut Latifi. He was like, no, I'm not pitting because we're going to come out behind the other Williams and it'd be awful. So he just stayed out and then overcut everyone, basically. Ended up in third place um, on the hard tyres, though. And Ferrari, obviously don't know how to run Ended the hard tyres so he was at <laughs> fourth up, at that point uh no he was third he was gaining no he was leaders. third wasn't yeah. he yeah sorry he was ahead of a long so yeah yeah you are right um but yeah so slowly obviously we've seen hamilton then get past basically all the midfielders with the exception of that sort of top four uh the running on not what was it really an alternate strategy would you say yeah so he put early and then pit again Lap they pit late, didn't they? I mean, yeah. no, I mean the other four. Oh, the other four, yeah. So yeah. Alonso and Science. Yeah, Hamilton was on the alternate. Yeah. yeah, there was never really like a normal strategy, was there? This weekend, to be no, fair, no, not really. You never really can in the rain. Uh, so obviously, yeah, Hamilton then dives it in lap forty-eight, which, if I'm not mistaken, it was the same lap as two years ago. Was, was the same lap as two years ago, yeah. Which I thought Mercedes clearly have got like no other plan for this. So like that's the only thing that we can do. Yeah. You pit lap forty-eight, you win the Hungarian Grand Prix. They go hand in hand, apparently. And then we start seeing the gap come down. And when we say the gap come down, we mean three or four seconds yeah, a lap to Alonso. <laughs> which yeah. was a combination. About two, two and a half seconds of that was the car. A second of that was the tyres. And the other half second was just Hamilton being far better than Alonso. Um, right. Is that why he took 10 laps getting past? And it was like a, a car that's Alonso might have defended with all his worth. And I can hold my hands up and admit... Alonso did quite well, mate. Don't I? I don't say it often. I don't like saying it either. Alonso can defend, retire. <laughs> Alonso defend, yeah. drove incredibly well. He drove so much better than Ocon that race. I can, I can give him credit. Yeah, Alonso. He deserved driver of the day, didn't he? He deserved the win more than Ocon did for sure. He gained so much time throughout the race on him and held off Hamilton so much that he gave Ocon the win. Like, yeah, had Alonso been dispatched as quickly as Sainz and Snowder and that lot. Hamilton would have won the race, I'm certain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he, he would have. I mean, even incredible. at the end, he was like one second behind Seb yeah, yeah. after like two laps. Which and like their mad. battle was insane. Like, I love watching the older drivers race each other because they actually like have respect. <laughs> so, Not like, even that necessarily. Well, yeah, no, there was certainly racing respect between yeah. the pair of them, wasn't it, as well? But you could tell that meant, like, the rare occasion where we've seen Alonso battle Hamilton. He just puts everything on it, doesn't yeah, he? Because they're like, not friends. There's no they, way they just aren't. <laughs> no, exactly. And Alonso will do everything within his power to try and defend from him. Yeah, and we like, saw it back you, in his watch, McLaren days, didn't we? Uh, in Austria, when everyone was getting penalties for fun, that was just drivers r- running each other off the road. And obviously, I like I like Norris; yeah. he's a good driver. But yeah. these young, coming, upcoming coming drivers, they don't really know how to race each other properly. So they just think, I'm ahead, I'm going to run you off the track. I don't even think it's not racing each other properly. It's just because there's still this inconsistency with the... And I guess that... We discussed this before the podcast, didn't we? 
about how much harsher penalties were back in like yeah. the late, the sort of like the late noughties, early 2010s. Because they gave a drive-through as a minimum for anything. Like. Pretty much, yeah. It really did sort of teach those drivers that you can you have to give other cars room. Yeah. And that's helped by the fact, obviously, that they were used to smaller cars as well. You know, there was less of an excuse to barge someone off the road. But penalties have been more inconsistent in recent years. I think we can both admit that. There is still some issues here and there. And I guess as well, I'm going to go out and say some of it comes from the early Verstappen years of these guys watching him when they were in like GP, uh, like Formula 2 and GP2. The stewards were so leading on to him until like... Verstappen got away with everything, pretty much. Because if they they did anything, the Dutch fans... End of 2016? Yeah, they started penalising... Nah, they started penalising the moves at the end of 2016 so he stopped doing late break like late breaking zone changes of direction and stuff mm, they've still let a lot slide yeah. up until more recently <laughs> but yeah so i think unfortunately the like the fia have kind of like put themselves in a difficult corner now there's now like a generation of drivers who just barge each other off the track whenever they're ahead yeah and <laughs> it does make you like worry there's gonna be a hamilton. massive crash well I suppose Hamilton caused a massive crash in cops by doing the same thing. So not really the same <laughs> thing, was it? He didn't barge him off the road. But he yeah, just you kept look the nose at, at the inside. Like the likes of Raikkonen and Alonso definitely just actually leave each other space. And yeah. l- like people say they're pushovers when drivers get past them, but it's just because they're actually leaving room for other cars, which is exactly. how you meant to race. So like... Yeah, it's yeah difficult because on the one hand, like it's always this stuff as well, isn't it? Where people go, you want to see great hard racing all the time. You know, like, great hard racing is how cars get written off. And these yeah. older guys are aware of the budget cap. They've been around Formula 1 long enough to know how this sort of thing works in terms of you get the car home. Like, anything can happen. Like, we, we see that, obviously, Alonso and Raikkonen, they never really give up. Raikkonen likes to crash into people down straights when he feels like it. <laughs> uh, but apart from that. But, like, the likes of Hamilton, Hamilton, Alonso, Kimi are, like, the three that don't give up ever. Yeah, apart from retire the car in Germany 2019 but you don't talk about that one do you but he didn't give up he got a point well he was told not to he give wanted up to exactly team. but he didn't give up he could have then just milled around behind the Williams couldn't he yeah but he didn't actually no did he finish did he, he finished ninth yeah well he finished yeah, 11th no, he... but then two got disqualified the Alfa Romeo's yeah. got penalised didn't they and yeah that was that was a Robert strange Kibitzer race got a point big up Robert Kubica right <laughs> Uh, so, obviously, like we said, we saw Hamilton Alonso have that iconic battle late on. I think that'll probably go down as like one of the battles of the year. Uh, that might be one that, I mean, in 10, 15 years, Hamilton Alonso can look back on and maybe make some jokes about, potentially. Uh, we'll wait and see. Hamilton will be too busy selling jeans with... Himself. I don't know. Oh. Jeans with himself. <laughs> I was about selling himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely going to modelling and clothing or whatever else, you know. Oh, he's going to have such an empire when he's done with Formula 1. Yeah. It's going to be mad. Um, but then, obviously, Hamilton then got past Sainz after he made a bit of a mistake really late on the Grand Prix. That was, what, like, lap 66, lap 67? Yeah. His pace was ridiculous then closing. That was about six seconds to Vettel and he closed it within two laps. (laughs) Hamilton as well is very, very good. I think we can both agree with when he's battling other cars, he still manages to not take everything out of the tyres. Yeah. He's then still got more left in He preserves his tyres very well. Yeah. Yeah, so obviously he then gets past Sainz really late on now. We're up into P3. And I'll be honest, at that point, I was like, well, he's coming P3 now, isn't he? Like, he's not going to be able to get Vettel and knock on. And he did get very... He got closer to walk on than I thought he would. Yeah. But then after the race, even more drama unfolds. Sebastian Vettel. He's, he's been on fraud watch a lot so far this season. Uh, on this podcast, anyway. He's he's had quite a turnaround since Monaco, hasn't he? I think we can yeah, both Monaco admit that. Yeah, Monaco has. He's been fairly good. 
And this was, I think, the first time this season, with the exception of Bahrain, where he's been... Uh, is unlucky the right word? I mean, I guess it is, because there's not much he can do about it. But basically, they couldn't present a field Be gentle sample. over the right foot? Well... That how is he meant to control that? Just put a bit more fuel in. Like the, he just drives. What do you mean be more gentle it? with the right foot? How is he meant to control that? It's his feet. No, but how is he meant to control how much fuel the car is using? Like that's the. You'd be more gentle with your out. right foot. Yeah, but had this happened to Hamilton, you'd be like, "Oh, the team screwed him." <laughs> yes, but you don't see Mercedes make those sort of errors. They don't no. pick their cars when they need to, but they they never run out of fuel. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. he wasn't lucky to lose it. Well. It's really stupid because as of right now, he's still classified in second because they've appealed yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it was he got disqualified and then he got reclassified yeah. and now we don't really know what's going to happen. So I'm pretty sure he will get disqualified, but it'll be in like three weeks. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. Give it a couple of weeks. And yeah. I've, I mean, it is a bit gutting for Seb as well because again, this weekend, you know, I've been really sort of impressed with him talking about, you know, sort of like the. Um, the rights in uh, Hungary. LGBTQ yeah. and all the rights in Hungary and everything like that. And you think, fair play to him. Like, Hamilton came on Instagram, I don't know if you saw this morning, saying no, next time round, if Seb wants to do it again, he will be with him on it. Like, obviously, he just didn't know Seb was going to do it this weekend. But he said, next time round, get me a t-shirt and I'll wear it with you yeah. as well, which is really nice to see. Um, but yeah, so Vettel then gets disqualified, which means Hamilton then gets promoted to P2. Uh, Sites up to P3, which is the second time Sites yeah. has got a podium after a Grand Prix. <laughs> which is really strange. <laughs> which is, yeah, kind Since of he's incredible, got, what, isn't it? Three podiums? No, four podiums four ever. Four podiums now. And two of them yeah. are after the race finished. Two of them are after race finishes, and the other, and one of them, Pierre Gasly, won. <laughs> yeah, but that was a way <laughs> Like, how weird, race, yeah. So. Like, just how weird a run he's had in Formula <laughs> One with, like, podiums. Even then, Lando Norris got second in yeah, the other Yeah, Monaco's the only like one. a common occurrence. No, didn't. Signs was second, wasn't he? Science, sorry, yeah, Lando yeah. was third, wasn't he? In the end there. Was he? No, yeah, I thought Monaco. Lando was second. I'm pretty sure Science was second, Lando third. Because I thought it wasn't going to be like, I thought it was Charles Leclerc, Verstappen, Lando. No. You might be right. You might I think be right. I'm right. And you, you didn't you watch might. Monaco. I didn't watch Monaco, no. <laughs> Let me have a look. Uh, results. Oh, you yeah, know, Science was second. I'll yeah. give you that. I'll give you that at the end of the day there. But, so obviously, we saw them, uh, George Russell. Stop straight after the finish line. Why Seb didn't do that? No, wasn't I don't around. Know. Seb did. What? I think no, Seb, Seb, Seb stopped no, into the pits. Stopped. Russell stopped at turn eleven. No, was it? George around? stopped on the start finish line. Seb made most of the lap and then stopped just before oh, okay. the final three corners. Yeah. Yeah. So, so why on earth Seb didn't do that? I don't know. They were probably too busy like getting excited, so they forgot to tell him. But um. Yeah, that many got disqualified, so unlucky. Williams probably got a reprimand or something for not doing park fermi properly. But at least they you don't have to. Uh, I don't think. I think you're allowed. You don't think. You, you, know, you might get a reprimand for it. Yeah, I don't think you get penalised though. No, you won't get a penalty for that. But yeah, Ocon yeah. also missed the pit lane because he's never. Ocon been there missed the pit lane life. as well. Yeah, <laughs> well he has. They always go to the pit lane. He just didn't oh, know yeah, what he was doing, true. did he? Bless him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they both were just sprinting to the podium, and then Seb got his taken away anyway. So. Exactly. Classic JB style, wasn't it? Yeah. From Ocon, down the, down the pit straight. You love to see it. And I mean, that's kind of like a big round circle as well, isn't it? Because Alonso really helped him win that race. Yeah. Alonso obviously took his first race victory at the Hungara Ring for, for Renault, what is Renault. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of mad. Things yeah. have gone full circle for him. Like, how many? It's 18 years ago now. That's crazy. Yeah. It's kind of mad, isn't it? Yeah, like I think Ocon, so, would, Ocon, was, I think Ocon was still was living in a house at that point, eighteen yeah, years ago. That was before he was in a caravan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we 
which we had to put in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's another um, reason that Gazzy is more relevant because he actually grew up in a house. So he grew up in a house, did he? <laughs> so I think that just proves how much better Ocon is. The struggle, the struggle really? of Esteban Ocon. <laughs> um, but obviously that meant Williams as well. First double point since 2018. You love to see it. It means Haas now are definitely finishing last this year. Alfa Romeo might not beat that either. I don't really know. <laughs> Alfa Romeo won't beat that. There's no way Alfa are scoring another eight points this year. No, they're on three. So they only... I guess they are they on more. three? Yeah, they're they? on three. So they've got tenth three times. Um, oh, have they? Yeah. So they Fair need enough. to get seven to equal. But then obviously... They need Latifi, seven more tenth places. Latifi finished seventh that race. So it's going to be quite good on the countback as well. If they end up yeah, exactly. So. Well, I mean, if, if Alfa Romeo somehow do better than Latifi on countback they beat him anyway haven't they then? yeah <laughs> so it's all the I mean Williams have got that surely I, I think mean that is huge I think prize in season, for Williams. season preview I said that Alpha would score at least 10 points so you never know <laughs> no it's not happening it's not happening but yeah, no, yeah that might to... be how we get our predictions wrong actually we're gonna have to do a summer recap very oh, yeah. soon actually on that as well, but that yeah, video the, the race was future. kind of dead because everyone just sort of got in their own order so it was like yeah top five well, the problem the problem was wasn't it that all the guys that were inside the top 10 suddenly were like, I cannot mess this up. I've got yeah. to score these points. They were just so cautious. So the, the yeah. Harry swapped over because Gasly was the only good driver left after turn one. So they had to Hamilton was over. still there. Uh, Hamilton as well, actually, but he'd never got caught up in it. But yeah, so I think the it was top four. Obviously, after Vettel got disqualified, it was Ocon, Hamilton, Sainz and Alonso finished fourth. So Alpine scored so many points. I think they probably doubled at least their points for the whole season. Yeah, um, and uh, is Ocon now inside the top ten because of Seb's disqualification as yeah, well? Yeah, he's tenth in the championship. He's tenth with a race of victory. How and he scored thirty-seven points. It's, he's, he's so mixed. It's such an irrelevant year, yeah. race. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's still behind Gasly when he's had a faster car all year. So yeah, there's that. Um, and then the top four were in no order, obviously. Um, AlphaTauri fifth and sixth. Snowder actually did very well. Too fair to him, although he's still five foot two. So yeah, but like your height, isn't it? No. <laughs> He has got the same. I oh know he hasn't. He's he's one day older than me, so we're, we're very similar. And so yeah, like he's it, a Formula One driver. Yeah. and you're talking smack about him on a <laughs> podcast on YouTube. Yeah, it's gonna get about thirty <laughs> views. So. <laughs> yeah, then the Williams seventh and eighth, getting ten points, which is probably the most points they've scored in a single race since Massa was there in like seventeen. I think they I had imagine. one decent result in early 2018, didn't they? No, well, they, they got eighth. Those. Stroll was eighth in Baku, but that was it. And they got one double points when Sorokin came tenth in Monza. Was that it, was it? Yeah. Are you sure? They came ninth and tenth in Monza. That was the last double points. Wait, in 2018? Oh, yeah. yeah. They only scored seven points that year, didn't they? Yeah, that was terrible. So they've literally scored more points in one weekend than they have in the last three years. Wow, yeah. They yeah, like... <laughs> I thought for some reason that they scored like 30-odd in 2018. No, that must 2017 have been 17, wasn't was the last it? time they were decent. Well, even that's not decent, is it? Well, Stroll got a podium, so... Yeah, and that was like most of their points for the year, wasn't it? So yeah, no, no, that, that must got be... a lot of points that year. Uh, a, a lot of points is 43, is it? That's a lot of points for Williams. <laughs> he scored less than Hulkenberg. How bad's that? Yeah, the Williams is better than Renault as well, so Hulk's just clearly a GOAT. But, well, I mean, I've also just found that Holt didn't score points for six races running and four of those were retirements. Yeah, because Cyril's got no hair. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still fuming about Singapore, but we move on. <laughs> oh, God, that was just so un, like, unexpected. Oh, that was brilliant. But yeah, um, that was the race. Rackling that was the race, yeah. In the end. Yep. Uh, did you see the video of Ricardo 
being depressed. Yeah, <laughs> that's that. very funny. Yeah, uh, well, I did, I did feel for him because he was literally going to be in second place and probably going to win or get a podium at least. And then Stroll came out of nowhere and just wiped him out. <laughs> yeah, but then you could say that about Bottas though. If Bottas hadn't wiped out the field, I, yeah, Ricardo would have been thirteenth all day. Yeah, Verstappen <laughs> probably would have won or Hamilton. So R- Ricardo remains on fraud watch this year. He just does. Yeah, obviously, and he qualified eleventh when Norris was like sixth again. So was it eleventh or was it twelfth? I thought. Oh, was it? Maybe it was twelfth. I think it was eleventh though, because he had pole position for the alternate strategy, which ended up not mattering. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We didn't even have pole position for the alternative strategy because both Mercs were on mediums. Yeah, but we ignore them, so... Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair Did anything else happen? I don't think anything else happened. I don't think so, no. Oh, Hamilton I... says he's got COVID again. Well, um, no, he doesn't say he's got COVID. He thinks he might have long COVID. Because yeah, I was about to say, that was shameful. Shameful from Alpine that they celebrate that race victory whilst Hamilton <laughs> has to go for a medical checkup. He could have he could have been dead for That's all we so know. That's so funny. <laughs> No, I, I think Hamilton just had a bad race and probably inhaled a lot more exhaust fumes than usual, so he's feeling Well, exactly, crazy. yeah. I mean, so. to be fair, you're like, I don't get how he can really get stick for that. Like, you can tell, like, if you watch the podium, like, he clearly was oh, not yeah, feeling Oh, yeah, he was clearly well. not well. Yeah, like, yeah. what? how would other people go, oh, it's just, like, ridiculous. He's in it? milking like, it to mate, get attention on himself. He's like, <laughs> mate, he's clearly not in a great place right now. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Red Bull actually haven't cried too badly. Because, no, which was pleasantly surprising. Yeah. I mean, Bottas is a fraud, so he'll be gone yep. next season for sure. Surely, surely he's going to be yeah. gone now. And it's summer but, break. Yeah. So, summer break, yeah, can't believe it. Um, so like we said, obviously, Jamie's going to be away next week. So we probably won't be able to get a podcast out. Or if we do, we've got a few plans. We've got like a list of videos that we want to do as well, like on the side of like the main podcast as well. Second half of the year that was going to be intense. Yeah, we've got thirteen Grand Prix. No, we've got thirteen. Thirteen. Wow. Oh no, I Australia's mean, been scrapped, hasn't it? But it's going to Brazil be won't happen either. So. Brazil won't happen, but that'll get replaced as well, isn't it? I mean, we're going to go to Magello at some point, aren't we? Probably. Let's be fair. It's just going to happen. Let's have a look. So we got Belgium. Uh, then we've got. I think we've got triple header, don't we? Yeah, we have Belgium. Yeah, Sandport, triple header, isn't it? Belgium, Sandvor, Italy, Singapore. Straight after that, Turkey. Straight after that, Japan. Or not, maybe. Probably not. And then we got a week Olympics off. Olympics are going well, so maybe. Exactly. Uh, but then we've got a week off, and then we've got another three in a row wow. of USA, That's Mexico, Brazil, which Although, isn't going to happen. At least two of those will happen. So. <laughs> well, apparently, there's rumours now, isn't there, that there's going to be a Texas Grand Prix as well as a US Grand Prix. Where is there a racetrack in Texas? What? Oh, you mean two in a row, like the same track? Yeah. Are oh, you I was high? Say, I was like, <laughs> where are they finding another racetrack from? I forgot that. Austin I mean, you've got Texas. Texas Motor Speedway. That's got a road course. It's shit, but it's got a road course. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally, though, genuinely, their road course <laughs> is you like you go around half the oval, you do a hairpin in like into the infield, another hairpin, a huge straight, and then two more back-to-back hairpins, and then you go back on the oval, back right Sounds where you a bit came like off. Indianapolis. Basically, but worse. Genuinely, yeah. I'll find you the track map at some point. It's awful. <laughs> Go to Caesar's um, Palace, I say. Caesar's Palace, bring back the, the hand <laughs> Grand Prix, it's known. Yeah. But yeah, we've we've got an intense second half of the year, but I think we're really excited for it. Win the title, so. you, I was literally about <laughs> to say, at this point, who do you think is going to win the title? I, I still think that the amount of bad luck that Verstappen's had so far, it must level out at some point. So I, I think Verstappen's going to win it. I, I, well, have you seen? I'm gonna say, right. First of all, to answer that question, I'm gonna say Hamilton for world title. I've, I've got to. I'm afraid. Yeah. Have you seen though? Apparently, 
Red Bull have not factored in any budget this year for car repairs. You get money for car repairs. No, so, it's part of the budget cap still. Yeah, but you get given 250k extra, but obviously costs about half of uh, 3 million to replace the Yeah, exactly. Of Silverstone, yeah. So. Like, how have they not thought that was going to happen so with Verstappen in your car? They're going to run out of year, probably. Yeah, you say Verstappen in the car, how many, how many crashes has he caused himself this year? Uh, Baku. Should have been gentler on those oh, tyres, yeah. bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just other people causing the damage, which is really yeah, unfair. But you should expect that in Formula One. Yeah, obviously no one goes for a whole year without someone else doing something stupid. I mean, has Hamilton been taken out yet? Yeah. Silverstone. <laughs> Shut up. Turned in, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Imanary drove himself into a wall. That cost him a front wing. Yeah, Verstappen also rammed him off the road at the start. Did he? Yeah. But... I mean, we're, we should, we we're excited. We should end this, definitely, yeah. There's a lot going on the second half of the year, but I think we're both really, really excited to continue on with it. Belgium next. Absolutely love it now. I was Great gutted. Time. I was meant to be at Belgium this weekend. I wouldn't have actually been able to watch the Grand Prix had COVID not been a thing. Didn't it get cancelled? Be... What? The Spa 24. No, it was still going. There just oh. were basically no fans there. It got cancelled last year. Oh, right. uh, But obviously we couldn't go because of COVID and we were on Belgium's red list. Yeah. Yay. Uh, but hopefully <laughs> next year. Hopefully next year. But thank you all so much for watching nonetheless. Let us know who you think is going to win the world title down below. Comment um, Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen. Give us a name for the podcast <laughs> as well. Like we said, ready for Belgium. We will have a name for this series. That is a promise from Jamie and I uh, that we will forget until two minutes before we start recording. And then we'll mess it up. Exactly. But yeah, we'll be back very, very soon. Anything else to add, Jamie? Not really. Enjoy your summer. Yeah, enjoy your summer break, everyone. I don't know why we're saying that. Everyone's been on their summer break or is working like a real person. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we'll be back very, very soon.